You're listening to the Quince podcast. When Virat Kohli took the field against Sri Lanka on 4th March, he became only the 12th Indian cricketer to play 100 test matches, announcing his arrival by leading India to the under-19 World Cup title in 2008. Virat Kohli was quick to climb the ropes and soon paved the path to international cricket against West Indies in 2011. And since then he has been known as one of the greatest players in world cricket across all formats. After nearly 11 years of the biggest stages of international cricket, more than 8000 runs and a jaw-dropping average of 50.39, in this special episode of the Big Story podcast, we take a look at Kohli's test cricket legacy and his impact both on and off the field. Joining me today is our regular guest and friend of the show, cricket commentator and analyst Chandrish Narayanan. Get tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. Hi Chandrish, welcome back to the Big Story Podcast. It's a genuine pleasure having you here. I learn more about cricket every time I speak to you. So welcome back. Thanks a lot, Hamad, for having me. I enjoy myself speaking to you. Okay, today we celebrate Virat Kohli's hundredth Test match, and you personally have covered and seen him in close quarters since his under nineteen days as well when he captained India, and now he's one of the greatest cricketers from India. What is that one thing about Virat Kohli that you think has helped him? to get such a landmark moment the biggest thing that virat kohli possesses which uh, makes him stand out from a crowd is the fact that he's driven hmm. you know he's driven to achieve excellence in anything that he does especially test cricket and i think it's a testimony of the fact that uh, he is in his 100th test match and hmm. uh, he is still driven to do well in uh, this purest form of the game Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's uh, scored only forty-five in his uh, first innings of his hundred test. But uh, even while he was playing, he looked assured. He looked correct, and uh, you know he had a purpose in his mind when he went out to bat. He mm-hmm. was already uh, prepared to go out. You know, even when the first wicket fell, he he had he had padded himself up. He had put on the gloves and he was uh, ready to go out. It just mm-hmm. shows that how driven he is as a cricketer. and uh, that drive in him has allowed him to play for so long and has uh, helped him reach the 100 test landmark and you know since his younger days since i've seen him it is this passion and this drive that has kept him alive in this sport especially when i remember seeing him during the uh, uh, under 19 world cup which he led india to a victory back in 2008 he was fantastic in that tournament because he was still very raw untapped raw and uh, full of passion as he uh, led the indian team to a victory in that particular world cup uh, uh, you know he was the typical uh, delhi boy uh, mm. with his passion on his sleeves and you know aggression uh, personified he represented a new india at that particular point of time obviously no one ever said that he would reach this level but uh, it's all down to him the fact that he has reached thus far as a test cricketer because remember the first time he made his debut there was a lot of opposition uh, to him being picked in the side dilip bengsarkar had to fight all odds to pick him in the one day side and he made the one day side later that year in 2008 in sri lanka only because of the fact that few of the senior players were injured and uh, he was picked and uh, there was a lot of debate over whether he should be picked or uh, badrinath from tamil nadu should be picked ultimately the selectors went with their cut 
and uh, decided to pick uh, Virat Kohli, and that gut feeling has paid off all these years later. Yeah. Now uh, I'm a complete new when it comes to uh, cricket, but I wanted to know like when did Kohli's Test cricket really take off as well? But when it when did he come in the spotlight? Was it right after Tendulkar retired? So I think that uh, a tour to South Africa in 2013, late 2013. Mm. Is when he came into his own as a test cricketer. I think that was the tour that really set him up as a test cricketer. Mm. Before that, a year before that, of uh, the the likes of uh, uh, Lakshman and uh, Dravid had retired from the test cricket, so it left like a huge hole in the middle order. Uh, and even while they were there in Australia in 2012, he scored a hundred when all the other batsmen failed, and he really underlined his class. Uh, as a future star in Test cricket, mm. 2013 in South Africa, he showed uh, sparks of his ability. 2014 in uh, uh, New Zealand, he scored uh, runs and showed that he is really a Test match batsman for the future. Once again, underlining the fact that he's a class batsman. 2014 yeah. in England was a tough time for him because he really struggled to get going and score runs. And uh, question marks were raised about his future in the format, but he went back to the drawing board, worked on his game. And after that, there was no looking back because then he got the responsibility of being India's test captain as uh, Mahindra Singh Dhoni first got injured and then retired from the format, leaving him in charge of a very young, inexperienced Indian lineup. You know, you can't even imagine that lineup that he led in Australia was mm-hmm. very inexperienced, very young. And uh, to have the responsibility of leading such a side was a huge thing. And he scored hundreds. But I think the hundred in that first test match at Adelaide, where he almost led India to an improbable win in, in that chase, really set a landmark, set a benchmark in my view in uh, Virat Kohli's career, which has stayed on all these years. And uh, from there on, there was no looking back. And he's only grown from strength to strength from there on. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, you have been covering you have been uh, covering Kohli's journey from the start as well. So, what are some of those memorable Test matches, uh, like very, uh, very, really, really performed and which has really stayed with you as well? Some of those knocks, if you can share with us. I think the 2018 tour of England. I think that was tremendous. He scored plenty of runs on that tour. He uh, countered the demons that had occupied his mind on the 2014 tour. And uh, really did well. Uh, I think that 2016-17 season, he scored a lot of runs at home in Test cricket. Mm-hmm. 2014-15 in Australia, he scored a lot of runs. Uh, the fact that he scored runs and led India to their first ever Test series win in Australia in 2018-19 was a tremendous achievement. I think Kohli, the cricketer, Kohli, the batsman, and Kohli, the Test captain, all are interlinked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his career, in that sense. Uh, can be a, a three-way uh, approach. Uh, I can see a three-way approach in his test career because Kohli the cricketer, Kohli the test captain, Kohli the test batsman. The all three coincide and make him uh, a, a, a genuine world ca- world-class test mm-hmm. batsman that India has produced. Uh, I think the 100 test journey is incomplete without all the things that he did as a test captain. Remember, when he took over as India's test captain back in 2014, mm-hmm. uh, India was struggling as a test team. They had lost the golden generation of cricketers one by one, the golden generation of ballers one by one, and he was left to rebuild the side 
brick by brick on his own with the uh, with the likes of cheteshwar pujara and ajinkya rahane ravichandran ashwin ravindra jadeja so he really put together the side and uh, the side that we see today is a reflection of his personality so in many ways i'll be feeling uh, in not talking about kohli the test captain when i talk about kohli the test batsman kohli is also known as the fittest player when it comes to like on the on the field as well he's always known for being uh, one of the best players when it comes to the field and i want to know what has this impacted the team as well going forward the in, the indian the indian test uh, team as well like what has been his legacy when it comes to the indian test cricket team and uh, as captain as well i think his legacy as a test captain is the fact that india uh, whenever it goes abroad to play a test series is not considered to be an also ran in in that test contest uh, i'll explain to you it in this way that india recently lost the test series in south africa people were disappointed not because india lost they were disappointed because india was expected to beat south africa in south africa that's a huge journey to travel for an indian test team I remember a time when indian team would travel to south africa expecting to be beaten and this was the first time india traveled to south africa expecting to win yeah uh, last year in australia india won a test series for the second time in a row he was not around kohli was not around but the fact that that team did manage to stand up fight and look the bully in australia in their eye is a testimony to the legacy that kohli has left behind or is going to leave behind not just as a captain but as a batsman and as a cricketer mm-hmm. and i think this is a huge thing which none of the previous indian greats have achieved in test cricket We have had great cricketers in the past who have done quite well with the bat overseas individually, but as a team, India underachieved in Test cricket. Under Kohli, India managed to fight about their weight or punch about their weight. Mm-hmm. They may not have won every time, but they were always in the contest, unlike in the past. Now Virat hasn't struck a century in Test cricket since I think late November 2019, if I'm not wrong. That's almost two and a half years ago. And as we celebrate his 100th Test uh, cricket match, how much of that uh, do you think will be weighing on him? Like uh, we even saw today in today's match as well that he got out at 45. So how much do you think that weighs on him that he hasn't scored a century for uh, more than for more than two years now? you know this is something that keeps getting asked a lot about virat kohli's uh, dry run with hundreds there mm-hmm. was a time when each time virat kohli would step onto a field in a one day match he would end up with a hundred especially yeah. in a chase and that too in a mega chase and that in a way uh, was good for india was but it was also bad for india because on a bad day when kohli failed india failed Mm-hmm. so that is something that india suffered and the most uh, famous example of that was the 2019 world cup semi final when india lost to new zealand because kohli did not uh, strike on that particular day this time i think the fact that kohli is not scored runs is good in a way for indian cricket i'm i'm saying it purely in a dispassionate way because i think that uh, it allows the other batters to put their hand up and score runs and uh, get themselves to be counted uh, as performers for india 
Mm-hmm. So the thing is that since November 2019, if Kohli is not scored 100 in international cricket, it also needs to be looked at because for six months in 2020, we had no cricket, international cricket because of COVID. Then he missed about two and a half months because of paternity leave. And then we've had long periods of break that he has taken himself. It's difficult to score runs. We played a lot of T20 cricket as well. It's difficult to score runs in T20 cricket, uh, uh, let alone score 100 in T20 cricket because the time frame is so short and uh, he's not played all T20 cricket as well. And also remember that uh, last year when India played test cricket at home against England, the test matches were getting over in one and a half, two days. So the bat- batters really didn't have much to do. So I think it's a fallacy to think that he's not scored runs for two and a half years. He's not scored hundreds for two and a half years. But there, there's also a method to the madness. I think a hundred will come very soon. Uh, he's too good a player to be failing for so long. And he's not failed. He's looked good uh, while he's batted. Just that 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 error comes at a critical time in his knock, which sort of put, uh, puts him off and uh, he gets out. I think once he scores 100, Mm. Uh, I think that the dam will break open. I would suggest one thing that in June, when uh, uh, after the IPL, he should probably take off and go to county cricket. And uh, he was supposed to go there in 2018. The time is right for him to go back to county cricket. There's some red ball cricket available. Go play some uh, county cricket for any other counties mm-hmm. and try and see if he can get some runs. Miss the T20 series against South Africa. And that way, uh, he'll get his groove back, he'll yeah. get some game time, to, uh, and that will help him in his game, in my view. Okay. Now, uh, my last question, Chandresh, was that back in January, we saw uh, Kohli also re- resigning from the test captaincy as well, which we discussed at that point also about whether this was a bit premature or not. But how much do you think uh, that will weigh on him right now as a batsman now uh, for the first time in a long time uh, going forward in test cricket? and not as a captain. How much of that, of not having the captaincy will weigh on him? I personally felt that Kohli should have continued as India's test captain till at least next year's Border Gavaskar Trophy at home against Australia mm-hmm. and then taken a call, then should have taken a call on his test captaincy because yeah. I think that would have completed one more test championship cycle. The test championship cycle com- gets over next year for India at mm-hmm. home after the four test matches against Australia before the IPL. I think that would have been the ideal time for him to give up his test captaincy. But it's a call that he has taken and he alone knows his body, his mind and what he's going through as a player. Uh, I think uh, the fact that he's no longer the test captain uh, will not weigh heavily on him because um, he seems to have taken it quite uh, well because uh, he's uh, very quickly moved into the ranks as one of the boys and allowed uh, the new captain, Rohit Sharma, to take charge. And uh, he's very happy. Uh, you, you saw in the T20 series against uh, yeah. West Indies as well that he was very happy being uh, fielding on the boundary line. He's not afraid to go and share some thoughts with Rohit Sharma from time to time. So it's not that uh, it's something that uh, is very difficult for him. It's just that, you know, he's somebody, uh, there are cricketers who sort of get weighed down with responsibility. We've seen a number of Englishmen who got weighed down with responsibility. You saw the likes of Michael Atherton giving up captaincy because uh, he couldn't handle it. Graham Gooch gave up captaincy. Sachin Tendulkar gave up captaincy. Rahul Dravid gave up captaincy. Uh, so we've seen a number of Indians, Englishmen and uh, captains across the world giving up captaincy because it weighed heavily on them. 
Yeah. But that's not the case with Virat Kohli. He is driven uh, by the sport and he is driven by responsibility. So I'm very curious to see how he spends the next uh, 18 to 20 months uh, positioning himself, driving himself to excellence because so far for the last 10 years, it was captaincy or being in the role of a vice captain that uh, drove him uh, to excellence. It's for the first time in a very long time that he's going to be uh, be seen as uh, just a senior statesman. And it's a new role for him. It'll be interesting to see how that sits on him. Uh, because, like I said, responsibility, he seems to thrive with uh, more and more responsibility on his shoulders. So that's why the next 18 to 20 months is going to be very interesting with him. Okay. Well, Chandesh, the, that was the end of my questions. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. As always, uh, we are indebted to you for filling us in with all the inputs when it, when it comes to cricket. So thank you so much. And I hope everything is well at home as, as well for you. Thanks a lot for having me. If you liked listening to this episode, please subscribe to The Big Story for episodic updates. We're available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website. And for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.